0: At this time, it is my privilege to introduce today's speaker. Each year, it is a steadfast tradition that senior class officers decide who they want to invite to speak at commencement. This year, we are fortunate to have Ben Gardner, also known as Trooper Ben. Ben Gardner has been a state trooper for the Kansas Highway Patrol for over 21 years. He was born and raised in Michigan until his enlistment with the United States Army stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas. During this time, as an M1A1 Abrams tank crew member at Fort Riley, he met his wife, Mary, who is a special education coordinator for USD 305. Together, they have three sons ages 16, 14, and 12, and a daughter who's seven. Trooper Ben's current task with the Kansas Highway Patrol is serving as the public information officer for Troop C, which consists of 18 counties in north-central Kansas. Trooper Ben is forward-thinking, and overly active in communicating and connecting with others. He attempts to connect with others both in person and through his Twitter, and does so with the intent to be real, honest, and be open in all that he does. Ladies and gentlemen, I am honored and pleased to introduce our distinguished speaker, Trooper Ben.
1: Before I get started, I gotta give some thanks to many different individuals. That got me to this room to get me here today. First, I want to give thanks to Salina South staff, to everything that you do, everything that you've done, everything that you will be doing for the next month, months and years to come. All too often your work and efforts don't get enough praise. And I truly want you to understand that you're greatly appreciated everything you've been doing in this unique time. I wanna give thanks to Salinas South students, to the graduating class of 2020, the student body that selected me and picked my name apparently to be your graduation speaker today. For those that don't know me, my name is Ben Gardner. Most of you might know me as Trooper Ben, a state trooper for the Kansas Highway Patrol, but as of right now, I'm just Ben, an individual that's, man, I'm I'm very, very proud and honored to even be given this opportunity to speak and address the 2020 graduating class. I hope what I'm going to say today is going to be memorable. I hope that I can be honest. I hope that I can be real with you and open with you today. I must tell you, how over the last several months, I've thought about this moment, how initially I got the email for this invite to speak for the graduating class. I was sitting in my patrol car, I was in the median near uh, Salina on I-135, and I was working through emails back in December. And as I was doing so, like most of us in today's world, digging and working through all these emails that we get, one such email came through my inbox from Mr. Nutter. After opening it and reading it, uh, I will tell you, I was speechless. Without a doubt, I was speechless. I remember sitting back in my seat of my patrol car, and I I remember letting out an audible exhale to (sighs) clear my mind and to actually process and take in what was being asked of me to be the speaker for this graduating class. It still surprises me. It still puts a big smile on my face. And it's an honorable thing to even be selected to do that today. And thank you. So let's get started. I've got about five hours of material that I want to cover here today. Now, that's not necessarily true, but I do want to get started. So I think the best place for me to start is in the beginning, the beginning of my journey, to speak about my difficulties, the storms and struggles that I've had through my life. When I was in elementary school is when I first noticed that I was different, that there was something different about me. My first memories of feeling different is when I was in the elementary school and when I would leave a typical classroom. I remember doing this many times throughout my middle school, elementary, middle school, and high school, but I'd leave a typical classroom and I'd walk down the hallway often by myself to a special room. room that was typically a very small room where I was met by one teacher and I would have one-on-one instructions uh, getting assistance in the material that was being taught to me through that school year it was something I experienced all through elementary middle school and high school I started picking up in elementary school the differences of my classmates and I and how I dressed the challenges of what I was lacking if it was my haircut my clothes uh, being tattered or long and loose I remember wearing things that weren't typical for someone of my age. I remember walking through the lunchroom and bypassing the cashier, never having to pay at any time through my time in school for a lunch meal. I remember my difficulties when I was in middle school thinking about the times of being punched and bullied and knocked down and how that carried on being so small in high school, being knocked down and bullied and, and punched. One point in particular stands out how I was hogtied. I remember this distinctly in my, mo- my life, a moment that stands out where I was tied and punched and left in the hallway in between classing periods. And everyone walked past me as I cried in the hallway with others pointing and laughing at me laying there as I struggle to regain my freedom again. I think about even through those shortcomings and even those difficulties in my life and in the shortcomings that we all have and difficulties we have in our own lives, that those moments, um, they do not define, uh, they don't, those others don't get to define who you are just remember that, that even through those difficulties and struggles that we all have, that those other individuals do not define who you are. Your actions get to define who you are, and that through the storms and the struggles and the difficulties that we have in our life, that we can move past those struggles. We can continue to move forward and find our purpose and belonging and to find our voice at some points. Even in my graduating class photo in 1994 when I graduated. If you look at that photo, if you could see it, you'll find me, Ben Gardner, in the very back center by myself, not standing in particular with a certain group or gathering, but really by myself. At the time, I still was trying to find my place in this world. I was still trying to figure out where I belonged in it, what I was going to do with my life. I think of that photo and how it represents all too often where we all are in life at times, is that our race in life starts us at different points. Some of us start in the front of the race already. We get a good head start, and some of us are in the middle, and then there are some like me that started in the very back. At least that's what it felt like. It really, really did. But at some points, we must recognize that we have a path and a choice that we can make, that we can become something that maybe we are lacking are not at that moment, that we can steer the wheel of life and take control and guide it to be to where we want to be, to become what we want to become. Over a year after I graduated, I finally put myself behind the steering wheel of life. I buckled up and I truly started making decisions in my life and my journey and what I was going to do and become in my life after working in a factory for about a year I remember looking around in that factory for that year at my co-workers and thinking is this my place is this where I'll be for the rest of my life working and doing this day in and day out how I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life that others um, could do that but I did not want to do that and I remember thinking at one point in my life I was going to take charge and I did. I without input from others without asking or getting instructions from others I went down to the recruiting station and enlisted in the U.S. Army. I did so without any input from others and after I did so I quickly recognized it was probably one of the first moments and best moments that I recall where I took charge of my life and I, I steered it, I drove it, I directed it And I was starting the building blocks of becoming who I now am today. After revealing my enlistment to others, I quickly had others second-guessing me. I remember others telling me that maybe I had made a mistake, that I should have talked it out, I should have reached out to others before making that decision about my life. But I can tell you, it was truly one of the best things I have ever did. It's one of the best things I've ever done. It was the start of many times over where I took control of my life and decided that I was going to guide my life, that I was going to do with it what I wanted it to be, Uh, I did. I think of other moments when I took charge of my life, having remembered my time dating a girl when I first arrived in Kansas here and she was off to college. And how through the distances of her being in college and me being at Fort Riley, there was becoming a disconnect. And I traveled several hours to go see her. And when I arrived there, there was just an awkwardness, a difficulty with it. There was a coldness and um, an uninvited scene between this person that I had been dating And I spent that day with her thinking, is this what I wanted? Is this something that I was going to accept in a relationship? And through that night, in the middle of the night, I woke up to write a long note of what I expected, what I wanted, what I hoped to have in a relationship of love and togetherness and honesty. And left that relationship in the middle of the night, driving three hours back to Fort Riley, Kansas. If it wasn't for that, short time later afterwards is when I met my now wife. My wife and I, and we've been married for nearly 20 years now. My wife and I, we have four wonderful children, four wonderful kids, and life couldn't be better if it wasn't for me making the decision of what I expected and wanted in a relationship. That what I wanted was going to be something that I was going to strive to get, and that I was gonna find a better situation than what I currently had. I wasn't gonna accept just what was given to me. I took charge and got behind the driver's seat once more. Another significant moment following that time was just me simply deciding what I was gonna do with my life, having been in the military. My plan was to do it for 20 years and then to retire, but Kansas women are a powerful thing. And I found myself pursuing her, my now wife, instead of pursuing a military career. I left the military after my first enlistment and decided to apply to be a law enforcement officer. Having been accepted to the Kansas High Patrol, I went through a 23-week-long academy. During that time, I earned every stitch of the uniform that I wear. I was able to earn the title of Kansas State Trooper. It's something that I cherish today. Today, but I can tell you, even having the title of being a state trooper and working through the difficulties of, of gaining the title of state trooper, there's still difficulties that I have with individuals and the words that they say or the actions that they have towards me. I distinctly remember a couple of years ago at a fatality crash that I was at where a 19-year-old girl named Ashlyn had died. Now, for some of you, you might remember this. You might remember me posting or sharing about this a couple of years ago, Ashlyn. I do as I often do at these events through my day, is I provide traffic and weather and road condition reports, posting and sharing information about social media and how we need to be safe. I get my phone out or record a safety message, and I try to be real. I try to be honest. I try to be open to the experiences that I'm Having have had at that moment, and I did so that day, that video challenged me again in what I was going to be in life. In that video you 'll find me crying. You will find me wiping tears away from my face as I dealt with the difficulties of being at a crash scene where a 19 year old girl had passed and After posting it, I had many people telling me that I couldn't do that. I couldn't be that person in uniform, that being in uniform, you have to be something different than of emotion. I remember uh, having individuals saying that, that I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have posted it. But at the same time, I had family members of that individual that had lost her life telling me, thank you for being who I was, for being honest, being real, being open, and thanking me for showing emotion. But most often I had a lot of people just trying to shame me. Let me just say that you cannot shame me, and you should never be shamed to be something you're not. If you need to smile, then smile. If you must cry, then cry. I will tell you the most difficult thing in this life, in this world, Is being your true self in a world wanting otherwise let me say that again the most difficult thing in your life will being your true self being your true self in a world that's wanting otherwise you will frequently throughout your life be influenced by others others saying and telling you to be a certain way to do certain things to not do that or to do that, to love certain people or not to be able to love certain people. But I can tell you that uh, you get to decide what you want to be and what you want to become. That the words of others do not get to define who you are. It's your actions that define who you are. To not listen to those naysayers and those that are holding you back. To not pay attention to the short-minded individuals but to be true to yourself, that that those individuals generally are trying to pull you back and pull you down. Those individuals want to keep you in the passenger seat of life. They want to continue to drive your life and not allow you to get in the driver's seat. If you must, you must speak truth. You have to always speak truth, to speak it true, that if you don't want to be average that you want to be exceptional, that you don't want to be average, you want to be exceptional, that you don't want to be just anybody, that you want to be somebody, that you recognize why you're here, that you understand what you want to accomplish in your life and that you get to decide that. And that I can tell you of all the things that I've experienced in my life as a Kansas State Trooper, the most rewarding, the most memorable, the most impactful At the times I've helped others. It's not during chases or pursuits or arrests. Those things are a blur. The things that stand out in my mind, the things that have been most impactful for my life, are the moments that I have helped others, that I've extended my hand and I've lifted them up from a dark, difficult moment in their life, including others, and attempting to span the distance that divides us. Is the moments that i've felt the best i will tell you that it feels good doesn't it to smile but it feels even better when we smile with others in my closing i would say to you i would ask you who's driving your life who's driving your life you get to be that driver are you the one driving in the driver's seat or are you simply going through life in the passenger side who's defining who you are and to understand that you get to do that you get to define and decide who you are and lastly if no one has told you that they love you today then to understand and hear the trooper band right now is telling you that he loves you thank you for this moment it is one that i will smile and think about for years to come without a doubt from my driver's seat of my life Congratulations to Class 2020. Truly, it's been an honor to be able to be a part of this and to remember the next time you see me is more than likely in your rearview mirror. So thank you again. Be safe and always wear a seatbelt.